Well, fortunate to be joined right now, the Baylor baseball coach, Steve Rodriguez, on the line. And, uh, Coach, excited to be talking some uh, baseball again. And, uh, and by the way, I appreciate it. You were uh, one of the first folks from Baylor, one of the first coaches to uh, reach out to me when I had my uh, bike accident. And uh, I, uh, as you probably uh, know, I was off the air for a couple of months there. But uh, it's good to be back, and I appreciate you uh, you checking on me like you did. No, oh, absolutely, Matt. Hey, uh, uh, you know what? I heard about it. I just want to make sure you're doing well. And the fact that you're back on the air and uh, having to deal with talking to me, that that's a good sign. <laughs> it's, it's something I take uh, great pleasure in. I look forward to. And uh, it's just fun to be talking about baseball again and, man, hearing about, oh, here's the – you know, the start of uh, the season coming up February uh, 6, and uh, other teams are getting involved. I was reading about tournaments uh, yesterday. In fact, I was mad. I was like, man, I want the, I want Baylor to be in this tournament up here at the new ballpark, and I was waiting to see all the all the names. But where are you in uh, as, as you get closer? And here we are in late uh, January. Um, where, where are you uh, coaching the workouts, and, and are you uh, – is the excitement level starting to uh, really go now that you kind of have this vote and you know a little bit more what the schedule is going to look like? Well, I, I think the conference schedule, uh, we kind of had a really good idea about what was going to happen. It was just a matter of how many games and how many days. Uh, we, we've had an understanding about which weekends we were going to be at home, which ones we were going to be on the road. Um, and so we, we kind of knew, but it's nice to have that finalized uh, with the opportunity. If things start to get a little crazy at the beginning of the season, we can still pivot into a four-game weekend. Uh, but for us, I mean, shoot, we're out here. We're practicing. Uh, we're doing our individual skill work. Uh, guys are healthy. Uh, guys came back really excited. Uh, you know, we're going to open up against Jacksonville State on February 19th. And uh, I know the Globe Life Tournament, uh, we have an invite to that in a couple years, so we will be up there. But uh, we're going to be at home the first weekend, and then the next weekend we'll be down in Round Rock to play A&M, Auburn, and Oklahoma. Oh, A&M, Auburn. Okay, well, that is, that's getting some big-time uh, programs uh, together. I like that. That is, uh, that, that is we got we to gotta come see that one. And we'll see, you know, what all the protocols are. I would say um, – you know, Steve, do you, do you have a way of, you know, baseball players, and especially college baseball players, they love to hang out together. And as you, as you know, high school and college players, they, they always are like up on top of each other basically in dugouts and messing around. I mean, it's just that's part of the fun of college baseball is the camaraderie that happens <laughs> in a dugout. Do you? What do you do to kind of, uh, as you've kind of had to learn about all this, and hopefully we'll have a vaccine that the young people can get sooner rather than later. But how do you? How do you kind of make sure all your guys are following everything? And do you have to almost? Do you almost have to put tape in the dugout to say, "Hey, you can't. You got to sit this far apart." Well, that's one of the great things about our facility is I think we have some of the biggest dugouts I'll say possibly in the country. I mean, they're seventy-five feet long. So we have plenty of space for, for quite a few bodies to be able to be in. Then we have uh, bullpens and, and we have extra area. So, you know, for us, uh, the spacing of it is not so much the big deal. But like you said, protocols, when you're dealing with college-age kids, you know, that's, they want to hang out. They want to do stuff. You know, isolating uh, kids for 18 to 22 years old, you know, is really difficult. Uh, they have a hard time with it. And so 
Uh, they they understand what the the situation is. They understand protocols. They understand having to wear a face mask and out here. Um, you know, in the open air, they have to wear their gaiters when we're inside. When they get close to somebody, they got to pull it up. And they're so used to it now that it's actually kind of funny because they they don't even realize it. But we we we're really really proud of these guys for just being able to make some pivots like on a, a quick turn because they, you know, they're throwing a lot of different protocols at them, a lot of different things we're asking of them. And to be honest, they just go, okay. And then they just do it. They don't worry about it uh, because, you know, they realize they can complain about it and then they will still have to do it or they can just do it. And I'm really proud of their reaction to all the things that they're being asked to do, all the different testing policies and protocols that we're having to do. But they realize uh, in order for us to play, they're going to have to abide by those things. Talking to Steve Rodriguez, Baylor baseball coach, and uh, I kind of like coach that they're sleeping on the Bears a little bit. Uh, I saw some of the top twenty-five rankings come come out. Although it it still seems like Big Twelve coaches understand where your program is, and I think I saw maybe like fourth in the conference. And and in the past, you you know you've you've uh, been ranked around there, and then you'll end up running off like seventeen straight wins. So we sort of know what to expect on all the. Uh, the uh, so-called experts. Ta- tell me a little bit about uh, uh, your returning starters. You know that the rotation, especially this season, you're going depth's going to be such a huge thing. Jimmy Winston, uh, Hayden Kettler's a guy who obviously got injured a couple of years ago, and we've really tracked his progress. And he was a guy seemingly a couple of seasons ago was on his way to being a really big time picture for you uh, talk about those two guys if you don't mind in particular where they are right now well what's funny is i just watched them pitch um <laughs> that's the funny thing uh they you know they are out here right now they're doing well um you know we're excited about having that senior leadership with our super seniors who are going to be here uh we have quite a few of them back and the majority of them are actually uh are on the pitching staff which which gives a uh, great depth kind of like you mentioned earlier depth is going to be a big thing this year and every team is going to have it uh we know that and so we're expecting a lot of teams to just be able to have the 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 arms to withstand a lot of the season uh but that's going to be the biggest thing in regards to our season is the depth and, and just making sure guys stay healthy and uh making sure that we can just put them in the right positions to succeed, which I think we've done a pretty good job. And, you know, like you talked about the rankings and all that other stuff, you know, it's really hard to, like, I always look at those things and kind of giggle because, uh, you know, they're going off of what, you know, 14 to 16 games last year and then no baseball and, you know, everybody's coming back and nobody knows who's really coming in. And so they're, they're just kind of going off of what they know or what they think they know. But like I tell our guys every year, like, it, it doesn't really matter how it all starts. It's just how it all finishes. Yeah, and your guys, when they shut it down last year, were starting to just pound the baseball, and you won a big tournament. There was some excitement that was starting to brew with that team last year, so I don't see any reason, uh, though you've lost a couple of guys to the draft, I don't see any reason why you can't pick up there, not to put any pressure on you. but uh, what, uh, <laughs> No pressure at all. <laughs> what about some of the uh, younger uh, talent? There's a couple of guys I want to ask you about. One is a guy from Midway, uh, Will Rigney, another pitcher, uh, happen to know his dad, a good banker in town, um, and uh, and a good Baylor man. What uh, Rigney, and then also I want to hear from you on uh, on Shapen, the young Blake Shapen, who I know you and uh, Coach Aranda have have had to meet to kind of work out a schedule that'll hopefully allow him to help the Bears in spring football, but also uh, uh, continue to, to to be a part of your you know big part of your baseball program. 
No, absolutely. Will Rigney is something we're, somebody we're really excited about this year. Um, had, had some arm soreness last year and was kind of battling through that. And we really think that it's been fixed. Um, he feels really good right now. And so we're excited about where uh, the prospects of him being a really good pitcher for us this year and contributing in a big way on the mound. You know, Charlie, like you said, is a Baylor guy, played here, uh, played for Baylor baseball, and uh, excited to have just the, the family tradition. I know a couple years back when we actually had our alumni game, uh, we had Will chase uh, or face Charlie uh, in the game. That was just a really fun and exciting thing, you know, to say that you actually had a chance to, to face your son and pitch against your dad. Um, it is a pretty cool thing. Uh, and Blake shape, I'll tell you what Blake shape and, um, he, he's, he's a special talent. He really is. He has a really good hand watching him around the move around the infield. You know, you can just kind of tell he just needs some repetition, uh, with some things and, uh, but watching him and watching him go about his business and how, uh, how the actions that he has on defense, watching his hands, his feet. And, uh, you know, he just, he's just got to catch up offensively a little bit. His timing is a bit off, which it should be. Um, in fact, most of our guys are kind of dealing with that coming off of a long, uh, winter break. Uh, but we're, we're excited about the opportunity, you know, for us, uh, getting him to be out here as much as possible to, to kind of learn some of the offensive plays and the defensive stuff, especially for the infield. Um, and then once, you know, once they start up spring football, coach Rand and I are going to reconvene and just talk about schedules because, you know, according to, to Dave, we're going to, he's going to have an opportunity to win that starting uh, quarterback spot. So we want to make sure uh, Blake has an opportunity to do that as well. Uh, but I know he really loves playing baseball. He loves being out here with these guys and this opportunity. So we're going to make sure we take advantage of it the best we can. Wow. I love it. I love it. Coach so Steve Rodriguez on with us. We talk football, we talk baseball. You are a man for all seasons. And I know you, uh, you're a guy who loves to go to the other sports and, and support those. So, uh, but now let me ask you though, off of the, what you were just talking about, where do you see Blake fitting in early in his career? Do you see shortstop or do you see one of the, uh, other spots, second base? Where do you, uh, is, have you started or are you still kind of open-minded about that? I'm very open-minded. And, uh, like I tell our guys, I said, the best thing you can do is just play well and let me figure out where to play you and then play really well right there. Um, so, like, for him, I would love to keep him in the infield um, in some capacity. Um, I've been teaching our guys and just really telling our guys to make sure that they know how to play every infield spot because, obviously, with coronavirus and some possible contact tracing, you know, you just don't know who might get knocked out at some point. So we're going to have to make sure we fill those spots. And, you know, there's nothing worse than having a spot open and you can't play it. And so, you know, I've really made it pretty clear that they need to know how to play all those spots. And, and the same thing for Blake. You know, it's, it's going to be a tough thing for him to kind of hit the ground running. Uh, but my job is just to put him in a spot where he's going to help our team. He's going to play well. And he's going to get an op- opportunity to allow some of those talents that he has to really flourish on this baseball field. Yeah, it's going to be, boy, it's going to be fun. And this is going to be a, uh, a really, really fun team to, to watch. You can't wait. I think there's some mystery, but there's also some names we've known coming back to help this pitching staff. It is Steve Rodriguez, Baylor baseball coach, joining the Matt Mosley show. Go ahead, Steve. Coach, uh, I remember you saying yesterday, I think you said you have either 27 or 28 pitchers on this roster. Um, do, does that change at all, kind of how you manage in the game as far as just having knowing you have – that many arms, does that give you an ability to, to kind of match up um, just with different batters and that kind of thing more? It does. It gives you a, a ton of more options, and that's one great thing for myself and Coach Strauss, our pitching coach, to be able to kind of maneuver through that. 
the biggest thing, and this is probably going to be one of the things that a lot of schools are going to be trying to manage, is just being able to get the proper workload uh, to the guys, you know, making sure that they can get their innings, making sure uh, they can get an opportunity to go out there. Um, obviously, every spot is going to be earned. You know, but at the same time, you want guys to be able to go out there and kind of show who they are and what they can do so we can kind of do some quick evaluations to kind of see where they fall uh, throughout the rest of the season. So that's going to be something that we're going to try to do early on, uh, see how many arms we can get out there and see what they do against a different colored uniform. Uh, but for the most part, uh, it's, going to be, it's going to be nice to have the amount of arms that we're supposed to have as long as they stay healthy. All right, that's what we want to see out of you, Coach. Uh, uh, just a lot of pitching changes during games, about seven or eight. That'll be exciting. Yeah, nothing like a nice six-inning, uh, six-hour ball game with the amount of pitching changes that are possible. That's, that, I don't think that's fun for anybody. <laughs> exactly. All right, well, we uh, it was fun catching up with you. We've been talking a lot today about, uh, boy, the loss of Hank Aaron. I'm sure you'll talk to your uh, players about that, uh, Coach, but uh, what a – what an amazing man! What an amazing example! And I tell you, these these young kids—I I, I know they've all heard the name and they know a little bit about the history. But I'm sure someone like you—and you're about my age—but so we didn't really uh, get to see him play. But uh, my goodness, uh, you talk about a giant in the game. I, I would say, what an example to be able to talk to your guys about. No, absolutely. I see. You know, you know, even with the passing of Don Sutton, uh, Tommy Lasorda. You know, you're starting to get into guys who are passing away that a lot of us really watched um, growing up. I mean, obviously now with Hank Aaron, and you want to talk about uh, a powerful and a mystique of a person uh, with what he did um, on many levels uh, in regards to the, being able to, to help this game move forward in a lot of different capacities. And and, <laughs> and the fact that he did it uh, in such a raw kind of nature is absolutely amazing. Uh, I think he's one of those guys, and you can kind of see the spirit that he had whenever he had the opportunity to speak in front of people and, and go out and do some things just because he, he had such a joyous heart and that you could see that, and it was evident in kind of how he went about his daily life. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's remarkable, and you're right, Don Sutton made <laughs> – I was just amazed at that. The guy over whatever twenty five seasons, he never missed a start. It was just like, oh my god! You know, in this era of Tommy John surgeries and you know caring for arms and and always wanting to think about that is it is kind of unbelievable to look back on some of those uh, some of those names from the past. All right, uh, coach, we can't wait to to see you guys get started and play, and it's it's fun to to have you on again. Really appreciate it, Matt. I appreciate it, man. How is the recovery going for you? Good, good. Everything's um, everything's on point, and uh, I, I find that um, I'm actually I think more lively and colorful on air when I'm on pain meds. So, uh, <laughs> it, it <laughs> so that makes for some great questions. I can tell you that. <laughs> so anyway, no, it's fine. I, I really appreciate you uh, checking on me, and and uh, I'm doing. The, I'm hitting as you would instruct me to do. I'm hitting the physical therapy extremely hard. So uh, so yeah, and and I really appreciate you asking. I'm uh, I'm doing much better, and uh, the hope is I can uh, I can at some point make a full recovery. Oh, that's awesome to hear, man. I'm glad to hear that. Well, there he goes, the great Steve Rodrigo Rodriguez. 